I won't mention one I will talk about. This is my husband's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So today is my husband's birthday and um, we're happy. We're shooting from the house. So you're going to see a bit of movement because people are coming in. We don't want to shut down open book because of birthday. We're celebrating. today i've never seen him this happy get greetings from people you know i always assume that those things don't mean much to us to him you know but today in fact from yesterday from yesterday tamita kwa's husband from the uk came in his birthday shoes he likes um nuts in his salads uh so they brought nuts oh my husband was so excited so happy and did a short video for us for the family hey guys look at my gifts where are yours it's already coming <laughs> hallelujah uh, after a while i said oh this my husband is baby like a little boy <laughs> he was just so happy with every call every text message so i want to thank everyone that has reached out to us reached out to him he really really appreciates it he's just been so full of smile you know just happy since morning since yesterday not just since hallelujah so father we just want to thank you we thank you father for your faithfulness we thank you father for your loving kindness we thank you father for your tender mercies oh god heavenly father we bless your name we honor you every single day of our lives oh god you mean so much to us father you mean everything to us, not just so much. You mean the whole world to us, oh God. Father, we thank you that we are yours. We thank you that we are called by your name. Hallelujah. We thank you that you give us victory always. You give us victory all the time. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you because uh, um, you are mindful of everything that concerns us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your name. We glorify you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can we just begin to pray in the spirit and try not to be distracted? 
Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, there's one prayer I want us to pray. Hallelujah. The Bible says to him that it's able to keep us from falling. Able to keep us from falling. To him that is able to keep us from falling. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. Second Jude chapter 1 verse 24. Hallelujah. Now, now, Second Timothy 1 12. He says, For this reason I also suffer these things. What are the reasons why he was suffering these things? There's a reason. What did he say is the reason? Let's let's back up a bit. Let's see. Okay. From verse. Verse 10. Let's read from verse 10 so you can have some understanding. Okay, or let's read from verse 9 for purpose of understanding. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling? He's talking about our God, He's talking about our Lord Jesus Christ, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace. So, the reason why He called us is not to make you rich, it's not to make you happy, it's not to give you a wife or a husband. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The reason why he has called us is his own purpose. He has a purpose. There's a reason why he called us. He has a purpose for calling us. Praise God. Hallelujah. And grace. So that calling has purpose and it has grace attached to the grace is the ability to deliver on the purpose. Praise God. But according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Verse 10 now says, but now has been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher. Do you see his callings? A preacher. You can call that an evangelist. Okay. An apostle and a teacher. In no particular order. He just mentioned them. I believe it's not, an, it's not in any order. To which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason, I also suffer these things. You see? So all 
other things he was suffering was because of his calling and appointment I have lived. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. So I want to ask you this evening, what is it that you have committed to him? Can you tell me what it is that you have committed to him? Is there anyone here that can tell me? What have you committed to him? Anyone, you can type it. Anyone? Who knows what it is? What have you committed to him? What do you think Paul is saying we have committed to him? His life, your life. That's what you've committed to him. Your life. Praise God. Your life. Until that day, that life that you have committed into him, committed to him, he's able to keep it until that day. Hallelujah. Now let's go to Jude, right? Jude, what? what Jude is just one book. I think Jude 24. That's where that scripture is. Sorry, guys, I'm using my, maybe out of excitement, I misplaced my iPad. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, verse 24 says, To him that is able to keep you from stumbling. Last week, we talked about, we talked about stars, that the dragon will use his tail to pull down from the heavens. Now, to him that is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to pray and talk to God the Father. Say, Father, you are the one. You are able to keep me from stumbling. You are able to keep me from falling. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you that the life which I have committed to you, I have committed my life to you. I have committed my whole life, my entire life. I have committed it into your hands, oh God. And I have chosen to follow you. Some of you are following Jesus at a high risk. Some not at a very high risk. There are some people that when they decide to follow Jesus, their parents will disown them. My parents never disowned me the day I received Jesus. In fact, I went home to preach to my dad. I preached to my parents. I was encouraging my dad to give his life to Christ, to start attending full gospel businessmen, because he already had the knowledge of God to a degree. They loved God to a degree, habits in a religious manner. So it didn't come as a fight, right? Well, there are some people that because they chose Jesus, They've been disowned. Some people, some young people, it happened to my child, my son. Okay. My son in school suffered persecution. My daughters in high school suffered persecution. And some of those things, they bruise and mar children. They tamper with their self-esteem for a long time. Just because they are Christians. Okay. Now, some believers are being beheaded in the Arab world because they chose to believe in Jesus. Some are being killed because they believe in Jesus. Some are being persecuted in their place of work because they believe in Jesus. Hallelujah. I was disgraced, disowned. Look at that. Look at that. 
Someone just posted this now. Look at that. I was disowned. Look at that. But all, all thanks to God today, they have all come back to associate with me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And all of them will give their lives to Jesus. All of them will receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. So people have suffered many things just because they decided to follow Jesus. But, you know, some of us haven't suffered in this manner. Some have suffered other kinds of affliction in the spirit because of the gospel, because of what they are preaching, because of where they stand. But today we give God thanks because he's able to what? Keep us. He's able to keep what we have committed to him. He's able to keep us from stumbling. Those they disown, those they are persecuting will not reject Christ because of their persecution. Hallelujah. The spirit of patience, endurance, and continuance in well-doing will rest upon them. Hallelujah. I want you to thank God. I want you to pray. Soko tenda Soko shika. Father, we thank you. You are able to keep us from stumbling. You are able to keep us from falling, Father. You are able to keep us from stumbling. You are able to keep us from falling, Father. Shekeli kanaka sika rute se boro Thank you Jesus. Thank you precious Lord Jesus. Shenege bori se kanto liga badaga bashuta. Asone gedegebo esuba diga daga daga ba. To him that is able to keep us from stumbling, to keep us from falling. Shekano baraga bada sakata nagababa. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I want to read another scripture that I love also. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Now, yeah, last week we did a movement from the spirit to the soul and to the body, right? And we looked at how the journey of salvation would progress to the body and the body would experience redemption. Now, some bodies will change form. Some bodies will change form. Paul said that we look up to Jesus. Okay, who will change our what? Vile body. And I told us last week that his body was being subjected to too much pain. So he had to labor in the spirit to enter into a type of body that will enable him finish his course so that he will not abandon his course halfway hallelujah and any man that will, will any man that will morph into a man child i'm telling you must touch a level of immortality in the flesh praise god hallelujah so i want to read this now may the god of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit 
soul and body. Hallelujah. Be what? Preserved, kept blameless. You see, blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I want you to thank God and pray this prayer that may the God of peace sanctify me completely. Can you pray that prayer? May the God of peace sanctify me completely. And may my whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. Blameless. Hallelujah. At the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That means that when I am presented before the Lord on the day that he returns to the earth, hallelujah, I will be found blameless. Praise God. They will find Christ in my physical body. Let me show us something again in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, praise God. We're praying. But these are very strong prayers. Hallelujah. Come here, let me find the verse. All right. Now let's look at verse 8. From verse 8. Let's start from verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side. Make no mistake about it. Some people are hard-pressed on every side. Very soon, we will all be hard pressed on every side. Praise God. It's not going to be selective. Maybe it will be selective by region. But it's going to happen. There's going to be persecution. Believers are going to go through persecution. Hallelujah. Hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Paul can say this a thousand times, right? Hallelujah. Struck down, but not destroyed. Do you know how many times they beat him and knocked him down? <laughs> well, he got up. He got up. Hallelujah. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body. The dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. Always carrying about in the body, in my own body, carrying about the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. For what purpose? That the life of Jesus also may be what? Manifested in our body. You see? For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake. That the life of Jesus also may be what? Manifested in our mortal bodies do you see that so when they deliver you to death and it doesn't matter in what form it can be by persecution i've said it here many times that except you are appointed to martyrdom you ought not to die by death except a believer's appointment is to martyrdom you ought not to die by death i was having a conversation with my husband this morning and as i swear just from prayer we we preach right so we preach we pray we preach we pray is that okay for today Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
I was having a discussion with my husband in the morning and we were talking about many men of God, prophets that have gone to be with the Lord. Praise God. And I was, I looked at some that had this disease and that disease and that disease. And I said, no. I said, Kenahagen taught us, never allow demons to eat your body parts. That's what Kenahagen taught us. He said, don't allow demon, evil spirits to eat up your body parts. Don't allow it. He said, it ought not to be so. A believer should not allow his body to be eaten up by demons. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to let that sink into us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Never allow evil spirits to eat up your body parts. So some people say some of these great men of God, and honestly, I honor them. I do not dishonor their faith. Praise God. I do not dishonor their labors. I'm not saying this out of dishonor. Praise God. Now, now, some of these men of God, some people say, you know, my husband was sharing that some people have said that God took these men. I said, yes, I believe that God took them maybe at a point because death also is a type of healing. It's even in the scriptures. Okay. However, when a child of God's body is subjected to too much torture that he has not gathered the faith to deal with, his father will come and take him. Praise God. His father will come and take him. I agree. However, that is not the perfect way to leave the earth. I believe so. I believe so. So what do we do? We labor. Say with me, labor. What do we do? We what? We labor. And when you decide to labor in this wise, your enemy will come with trials. Your enemy will, your enemy will come and check this thing that they are talking. Do they even, can they even believe it? Do they even know it? Or they are just talking. They will just go and read one book and just come and be talking what other people are saying. Right? So your enemy would come and check. So that's what is happening to Paul here. When death is delivered to them, when they are thrown at death, what do they do? They ensure that the life of Jesus shows up. Right? Instead of death, the life of Jesus will what? Show up. I want you to say something. I read, oh my God, I've been blessed with so many scriptures today. If I start mentioning them, we, we won't enter the message. So many scriptures. The scriptures are just opening up. Just talking, 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 talking. Right? Now, the life that we have received, that life of Jesus is real. It's tangible. I want you to say it 20 times. Now, the life of God is in me. The life of Jesus is in me. The life of Jesus is in me. The life of Jesus is in me. I want you to say it meditatively. Think of, think as you are talking. The life of Jesus is in me. 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 Thank you, Jesus. The life of Jesus is in me. The life of Jesus is in me. 
the life of Jesus is in me. The life of Jesus is in me. The life of Jesus is in me. Is it up to 20 times? More. Hallelujah. I can say it a thousand times. Doesn't matter. The life of Jesus is in me. The life of Jesus is in me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our bodies. In our bodies. You have to be, to. you, you want to manifest as a man child, you must experience this. I believe it. You must be, you must experience this. The flesh must change to a degree. That flesh must change. That flesh must change. Hallelujah. All flesh is not the same. Huh? It's in the scriptures, right? There is a terrestrial body. There is a celestial body. Hallelujah. The terrestrial body is kept by oxygen, by food. If you don't feel, if if you don't eat. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the life of Jesus will turn the terrestrial body to a celestial body. Hmm? It's a migration. We start off natural. We start off carnal. But as we continue to journey, don't forget, each time you are taking steps of righteousness, captured by your body make no mistake about it as you look and hear truth receive it it is captured captured in your body for the purpose of glory you will become a spectacle they'll be watching you paul said i'm a spectacle we are spectacles to the world and to angels it's not spectacle for more creation a spectacle of the embodiment of the glory of god the glory of god has manifested on the earth and men are walking about full of the glory of God. Hallelujah. You are numbered among such a man. You are numbered among such If you're hearing me tonight, it's not by accident. This message I preach is not for everybody. And this message, I, and I'm not, I'm not saying this out of pride. Father, you know, I'm not saying it that this message is not for everybody. Let me tell you the reason why. See, in this house right now, there will probably be, I'm sure we bought up to, 50 or 60,000 or maybe even a hundred thousand blocks to build this house right to put this house in order but you, the pillars here might not be more than 20 or 30 pillars okay so when you raise pillars there are few but the pillars will carry the house the pillars will carry the house i pray that you will be a pillar in the house of god i pray that i will be a pillar in the house of god now, just few of us will carry the whole body. Huh? Huh? 1,000 blocks attached. But the strength of the house is the pillars. And because of the pillars, the 1,000 blocks, they stay in shape. They stay in form. They are there. They are standing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some sayings are hard sayings. But those who will patiently receive it with joy, God will cause it to bear fruit in their lives. In the name of Jesus. 
So I want you to pray and tell the Lord, Father, I thank you because you are able to keep me from falling. You preserve my spirit, my soul, and my body, and your life will manifest in my mortal flesh. It's being made manifest in my mortal body. The life of Jesus is being made manifest in my mortal body. Brother, please check if grandma can talk. Okay, she can. She will get strength by what she's hearing if she hears this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The life of Jesus manifest in my mortal body. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, Katana, go with me to Second Timothy, chapter one. Second Timothy, chapter one. Second Timothy, chapter one. He said, Paul, from verse one, says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, <laughs> which is where. Where is that promise of life? Where is it? Eh? It's in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, the life is in you right now. But that is only those that have Christ Jesus that will touch it, that, that can access it. If you don't have Christ Jesus, you will, you will not access it. Praise God. And if you have Christ Jesus and you are dying, you, you don't know that you have a life that can swallow death. Eh? The reason you are dying is because of ignorance. Thank you, Jesus. The reason you are dying is because of ignorance. Hallelujah. But from today, you will don't, not die again. No more death. No more death. Look at it. Look at, look at, look, 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 look. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. I said, all through today, all the scriptures, they were just screaming. I have so many. Okay? They were just shouting at me today. By the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. So God made a promise of life. God promised us life. God promised us life. God promised you life. God promised me life in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the promise of life in Christ Jesus. Now, I have Christ Jesus. I have that life. I have that life. All I need to know, learn, is how to get it to work. It must work. That life must work. It must work. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Say with me, the life of God in me must work. It must work. It must work. It doesn't have a choice. It must work. The life of God in me must work. 
Leba saka. Can we pray in the spirit? Lebor naka sakata. Sandelekepo and sakata nagabaritaya. Seketeke por sote. Sekonike ni kapala sutalaba. Amala kanda kusekete negabobo sota. Esekete legabo. Erekrebo sunde. Elekronagaboro sote. Esegamigamara sokobata. Esekatagelagadagaboro sokobata. Now let me ask you something. Now is it possible for for the life of God to manifest in Paul's mortal flesh. And then death will also manifest in his mortal flesh. Is it possible for the two to happen at the same time? Is it possible? It's not possible. So he was bold. Look at the kind of things he wrote. No other, no other preacher wrote what Paul wrote. Check it. No other preacher wrote what Paul wrote. No other, no other preacher was terribly bold consistently in all his writings he laid emphasis on the infallibility the immutability the indestructibility forgive my grandma if i feel it is okay it's for preaching of the life that is in the word of god which we have received that life is in the word of God. It's in the word of God. Make Don't play with your Bible. We are playing with our Bibles. We're doing two chapters a day. Three chapters a day. Instead of going to eat life. Even if you do two chapters a day, three chapters a day, make sure you eat it. Make sure you eat it. Because if you're not eating enough life, Binding and casting will not work after some time. Are you hearing me? Praise God. Now, the scripture says, this word of God, this word of life, which our hands have what? Which we have what? Looked upon. Which we have, first of all, we have, we heard it and then we did what? We looked upon it. We were gazing on it. Or we're gazing at it. Now, as a result of our gazing, what happened? It became tangible to us. We could what? Handle it, touch it, receive it. Eh? So without hearing, without gazing, there'll be no touching. There'll be no handling. Praise God. Now what you're doing tonight is good. You're hearing. But this, it shouldn't end here. All the word that you receive should not be from another preacher's mouth. Preach to yourself. When you read the Bible, you preach to yourself. Then you come in and you get more wisdom. You get more light. You go back. When you go back, you preach to yourself. You do some more. You preach to yourself. You labor some more. You preach to yourself. Hallelujah. Now, the reason I'm teaching this is the continuation from last week. Because some things have to happen to our bodies. And these are... The processes, this is how they come. This is how it will come to us. It is through the agency of fellowship with God's word and the spirit of God that they will come. Did you hear what I said? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now look at, look at Paul here. Thank you, Jesus. The same chapter one of, of, 
second timothy he says therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our lord nor of me his prisoner but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of god who has saved us and called us with a holy calling not according to our works but according to his own purpose okay i had read this earlier right which was given to us in christ jesus before time began but has now been revealed this is where i'm going by the appearing of our, our savior jesus christ who has abolished death and brought life and immortal, immortality to light through the gospel why will he not why will he not write that death has been abolished the death is catching when they threw him in the deep a day and a half the death catch him there as dead stoned him stoned him dead and left him as dead did they pick him up as dead or did he get off the death catch him there when they stoned him again how many times did they stone him twice three times they stoned him three times when they stoned him that number of times did death catch him in any of those episodes he didn't catch him so why won't he write that death has been abolished because they threw death at him instead of death to do his work life <laughs> life came to him life came back why won't he write this come on, come on. why will he not write this scripture this is from the testimony of a man that has tasted life that's why when he wrote to the corinthians he said i'm coming to meet you guys he said when i come i will come with the fullness of the power of god and then i want to see those who are speaking against me let them bring what they have then i'll bring what i have i'm coming with power let us see let us see that's what paul said and i'm preaching what paul preached i'm saying i'm repeating it and i'm laboring in it i'm not talking empty i'm laboring with it i'm laboring with it and you better labor with it i there is you must set a mark for before you you must set a goal in this race you must if your goal is to make heaven i'm sorry for you you will die as a man man the best you can do is forbid sickness from from get sick and then you get well that's the best you can do with your body but this body must morph this body must morph what the paul said he said we wait patiently for our savior that will come hallelujah so that he can do what transform transform this vile body that's what he said so there is a transformation and that waiting for is not the second coming of the lord jesus christ he's talking about if you like you can say it's the second coming of the lord jesus that's fine that's okay because there is also a resurrection that we will experience when the lord comes praise god hallelujah thank you jesus he said but has now been revealed by the appearing of our savior jesus christ who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel to which i was appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the gentiles for this reason i also suffer these things you see so because of all these things that he's preaching and talking satan is saying okay when you are finished preaching come out when you are finished talking come out right so they will use him as an ex heaven was using paul as an experiment to show us the power 
of life, the power of the life of Jesus Christ in the life of a man. Praise God. So in this we labor. You must set a goal before you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we pray in the spirit? Just pray in the spirit. Just pray in the spirit. Tell the Lord, some people are weak in faith and that's fine. But ask the Lord, say, strengthen my faith. Help me to hold these things. Help me to hold these things. Shekolimara hasakan de kosakataba. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, I ask you to confirm these this these words oh god that these are your words this is your word father hallelujah let's look at philippians chapter 3 i want to see philippians chapter 3 we're talking about the man child the manifestation of the man child these are things that must happen okay i pray that after preaching i'll be a partaker of what i have preached that is my sincere prayer praise god that the day they are they, they, they want to unleash the, the, the man child on the earth, I will not be a castaway. You understand what I'm saying? Castaway doesn't necessarily mean you go to hell or you go to the lake of fire. No. Cast away means you'll be rejected for the purpose. You take pick up the stone. I want to put this stone here. All the stones here, all the blocks here are nine inches blocks, right? But I pick up one. It is six inches. It can't fit in. They will dump it. It's four inches. It can't fit in. Not here. They will dump it. Now, the house of God has dimensions. And all the bricks of that house are the same height. It's in the scriptures. You know, I'm breaking it down. It's written in scriptures in symbols. If you go to the book of Revelation, that's all it's there. It's a measure the, the house. It is four square. The height, the length, the depth, the breadth, the same thing, the same measurement. Okay, they measured it. Praise God. The measurement of an angel is the measurement of an angel. It's there in the scriptures. I'm not forming. It is written in black and white. So it means that these are men that have left their state as men and entered into the realm of the celestial. Okay? And that's what we desire to labor into. Desire to labor into. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There's a scripture we like to quote. Okay? It said, In that day, the feeble among them shall be like the Davids, and the Davids among them shall be like what? The angel of the Lord. 
like God. That means they have left the terrestrial and the carnal dimension of a man and they have entered into the dimension of the celestial men, heavenly men. Heavenly men. And their dwelling is in heaven. Go with me. Did I call Philippians, right? Let's check Philippians. Uh -huh. Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter... After preaching this type of message, what I should do this night is to pray in tongues all night. That's what should follow something like this. Just pray in the spirit. Okay? Give yourself energy in the spirit. With truth. There are many people that are praying long stretch prayers. So, but their energy is channeled towards other things. And I will show you. Philippians 3. Look, 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 look. For many walk. Verse 18. Let's start from verse 17. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. You know, this man, he was just blowing my head today. Why would a man call himself a pattern? He said, I, I have been patterned. Right? So they used him as a pattern. You want to see the pattern of Christ man, God man, Paul. And he's saying it by himself. And the Holy Ghost captured it in the scriptures. The reason the Holy Ghost captured it in the scriptures is because it is true. It's not a lie. Right. Now let's see. Say, brethren, join in following my example and note those who, who so walk as you have us for a pattern. So it's not just him alone, him and his team. Okay? His fellow ministers. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. And these are believers. They're not unbelievers. They're not unbelievers. For many walk, they are the enemies of Christ. Verse 19 says, whose end is what? Destruction. Whose God is their what? Belly. And whose glory is in their shame. So the things they should be ashamed of, the glory in it. Have you listened to such men? Honestly, I have. There are some things I see men of God do. I get ashamed. I'm ashamed. And I beg God. I say, Father, I see why stars will fall. Because some of these men must have said some of these things I'm saying here today. Or just down the road with a little popularity, some exposure, some dollars, some brand type of car, some brand type of house, the enemy will start coming in, inching in, little, just inching. Then the enemy inches in now, in about 10 years. Whenever the enemy comes in, you know what has come in? Yeast. Yeast. You leave it there. If you don't pull it out and uproot it immediately, it will swell. Give it some time, it will swell. And I say, Father Lord, have mercy on me. To him that is able to keep me from falling. To keep me from falling. I've told you often, and whose glory is in their shame. So they're glorious. You go to the YouTube sometimes, you see some things. Okay? 
You see motorcade. What are what is what are you doing with motorcade? What has that got to do with anything? Is that the gospel? What has that got to do with anything? Okay, let me not go there. Whose glory is in their shape? Who set their mind on earthly things? I went for a wedding once. I went for a wedding once in London. And at the same time there was a wedding, there was a retreat. Okay? Now, part of the reason why I left Nigeria to London was to attend that wedding. When I dressed up for that wedding, when I saw myself, I became ashamed. I don't, don't say I'm a fanatic. I'm not. This is not fanatic. I'm just telling you what happened to me. And I'm not saying don't dress up for your wedding. I dress up for weddings. But I'm telling you what happened to me on that day. I'm just telling you reality. When I saw the, the dress that my tailor made, I looked at it. Okay, no. I didn't, I, I hadn't gotten to London. It was, I went to Hazuka's shop to go and try it. When I put it on my body, I looked at myself in the mirror. I said, what for? I was ashamed. I said, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in the midst of my, I'm going to be in the midst of my brethren. From the midst of my brethren, I would dress, dress like this and go for a wedding. I dropped the dress. I said, take, I don't want to wear this dress. I said, I said, dismember it. I said, tear up this dress. Use the, the patterns on this dress and make a dress for another woman of God somewhere. This child was going to get married. But can I tell you the truth? I was ashamed on that day. You know, modesty, modesty is not a, it's, an, it's, it's what we should imbibe and learn. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Let me, let me leave us to the degree that every man has journeyed it's okay to stay in the faith. But let me continue. He said, whose end is destruction? Whose God is their belly? Who, whose glory is in their shame? Who set their mind on evidence? Let me tell you something. A friend of mine came to this house one day and said she loves this bay window. It's a bay window we put here for lights, right? Okay. Okay. There's a bay window we put here for light. It's, it's all window tall. So she said she likes this window that the door, immediately you open the door. She likes that immediately you open the door. That's the first thing you see. I changed the direction of the door so that you will not see it. So you, there must be some practical things that you will do to save yourself. Jesus said, if your left ear would take you to hell, what did he say you should do to it? He said you should cut it off. He said you should cut it off. He said it's better for your whole body, for you to go to heaven 
without ear than for your whole body to be cast into hellfire. He says, if your right eye will pluck you to sin, you should do what? He say, unplug it. Remove the eye. It's better for you to go to heaven as a blind man. How many of you know that you can't find a blind man in heaven? He was speaking symbolically. That was some, uh, is it metaphor or what? What was the other figurative? Yes. Praise God. So that, that, that my friend, that my friend likes houses. She likes to, she said, I like, that. in fact, that once you just open the door, I said, eh, is that the first thing you see? I said, okay. So we changed the door. I told them, change the direction. When they open the letter and see wall. And we changed that. That's the door that is there right there. I've never said this to anybody in my life. I'm saying it to you. Because there are things that, you see, look, Satan wants to buy you. You must understand that Satan has put a price. There, you see, there's nothing that can give you the White House. I was preaching the other day. I said, God does not reward you with car. And that's reward. He doesn't reward you with those things. He can give them to you. They are different. He rewards you with himself. His reward for you is himself. What the earthly things are toys. They are not his reward. They are things for you to use. They are things for use. He told Abraham, I'm your exceeding great reward. Abraham said, give me a son. He said, forget about son. It's me I want to give. I want to give you myself. So I wanted to, I wanted to clarify that. Okay? So that you won't misunderstand me. Okay? So God can give you the White House. As big as it is. Bible says all things are yours. But Paul said something in the scripture. He said all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. So some things are not expedient. It's lawful. You can use the law of faith. You can use the you can use the law of heaven and earth belongs to my father. I can get anything I want to get. You can use all those laws. If you know how to get things with the laws of faith, you can get anything you want. I'm telling you the truth. You can if you learn it. However, the same things that you can get can destroy you. The same things you can ask God, Father, give me, give me, give me. I say, okay, go and take it. That same thing can destroy you. So you must level to examine yourself properly. Examine yourself properly and find out what is it in my life that Satan can use to buy me. Because Satan will put a price on every head, put a price on every life. Some people can own a car. It doesn't mean anything to them. Right? It means nothing to them. They don't glory in it. They don't even see the car. Right? They can trek. It doesn't mean anything. that they have can. It doesn't mean that uh, they can't trek again. They can trek. They can enter Molwe. They can enter um, Keke. It means nothing. Absolutely nothing. But some people, Jesus, that car is a God. Someone went to a rich man's house. And I don't mean someone that has it. I mean a rich man's house. You know, some of those chairs, some of those sofas, sometimes they pay $100,000 for them. $150,000 for them, you know? Sofas that are made with, it's not leather, forget about leather, I'm not talking about leather, I'm talking about fabric. There are some type of silk fabric on chairs that are priced here. If you go to the house of kings, 
and the aristocratic circle, you see that a lot of their furniture is fabric. It's not, it's not, it's not our Italian leather. Those are some type of fabric. <laughs> Praise God. So some people, they, a pastor went to the house with his people. And one of his people sat on the chair. The lady said, get up. How, how can you sit on that chair? My heart sank. That is, I collapsed and turned into the ground and came out. My heart just sank. He said, how can you sit, sit, in the, sit on this chair? He said, get up, please. Do you know how much this chair costs? Go and sit somewhere there. So there are some people that they are bought up. <laughs> I'm not qualified to sit on chair, chair, chair. Let me call it chair. Your buttons are not qualified to sit on chair. I learned from a man of God many years ago. He said, he said, many of you in your homes, you have your crystal glasses, you have your silverware, you have your expensive you know, whatever, and you keep it. You are keeping it for special people. Special people. Your special people are unbelievers. Your rich, unbelieving friends. He said, meanwhile, special people are coming to your house every day and you cannot see. He said, those ushers, that's what the man of God said. He said, those ushers are special people. He said, those ones that labor in the church, cleaning the house of God. Today is my husband's birthday. He's just come downstairs. Should I turn up? Hallelujah. Beautiful people of a beloved country. Yes. He said, those brethren, he said, those are your special people. He said, you will keep them, the special people will, will, We'll come to your house every day and you can't see. I pinched myself. I learned a lesson. I put it. Now, this is how you learn. This is the making of Christ. This is the making of this of the of the of the man child. It's not gym. This is the gym. On learning this world, on learning the wisdom of this world. On learning the wickedness of the world. On learning it. Praise God. Some of us, we grew up with it. Because it's possible. You grew up in an aristocratic home. You grew up in a classy home. You grew up in a home where they talk down on people. One of my relatives, when if you're a housemaid in her house, you are in trouble. When, the day she you 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 the day she will talk to you, when she finishes talking to you, you can just disappear. She will tell you, say, look at you. The day I came to your house to pick you, because back though back in those days in the east, you go to their homes to go and pick them. She said, even cup, even the cup in your house, I cannot drink water with it. She will finish the kind of thing that will come out of her mouth to you. In those days, I used to cringe. And I made up my mind. I will never speak like that to any of my servants. Never. Never. I will give you value. 
So from day one, if you see my children, my first son is 33 years old. The last cook that came to the house, that cook is 28 years old. My son is older than him. When he came, my, husband, my, my son was calling him, sir, please, say, ah, don't do sir here. He's a small boy. Call him his name. Because that's how everybody is raised, to honor all men. Bible says, honor all men. Give them honor. Praise God. Honor all men. Now, I, had, I have not always learned this. I have not always known this from the beginning of my Christian faith. But as I began to journey in Christ, journey in Christ, God will be opening these things to you, showing you this is the heart of the Father. This is the heart of Jesus. This is how Jesus will behave. This is how Jesus will. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then you read the scriptures. It makes more meaning. I didn't have this wisdom 30 years ago. I didn't have this wisdom 25 years ago, but I have it now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, I was going somewhere. So I needed to, I believe the Holy Spirit wanted us to hear some of these things. Praise God. Whose end is destruction? Whose God is in their belly? And whose glory is in their shame? Who set their mind on earthly things? So I was talking about some people that can pray four hours at a stretch, six hours at a stretch, five hours at a stretch, three hours at a stretch, two hours at a stretch. What are you looking for? Eh? What are you looking for? I think it's Kirk Franklin that sang that song, right? What, what you looking for? What, 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 what was he talking about? What was Kirk Franklin talking about? You guys need to pray for Kirk Franklin. Praise God. Hallelujah. Who set their mind on earthly things? On earthly things. You know, talking about Kirk Franklin, maybe I've mentioned this before, but let me say it again so that these things can enter into us. When, when Kirk Franklin's songs came out, you know, uh, what are those songs? Like this one I just sang. Like, what you looking for? I know what you... What's the other one? Rough, Storm. What, what's the other? Storm. And, you know, there was another group, Sounds of Blackness. So they came up with songs that sound... Do you understand? So we used to rejoice then. Many, many years ago. Almost 30 years ago. We used to rejoice then. Hey, Christians, we have our own songs too now. So that we too can dance in parties. Not dancing to unbeliever songs. It's those songs that stole righteousness from us. It's those songs that opened the door for the world to enter the church. It's those songs that came to defile us. It's those songs that drove away the power of God from the church. So people go to church and instead of worshiping the Lord, they are hip-hopping, hip-hopping. As a young believer, just the songs that we used to sing alone, Maranatha, let me tell you, the kind of attacks that is in the body of Christ, within the body of Christ right now, was never there then. Because everything we did, our food was holy. Our songs were holy. Our communion were, were everything was holy. Everything was unto the Lord. Praise God. But we were, we were ignorant. We were foolish. In the days of ignorance, God winked at. God is commanding every man now to repent. Bible says, I wish that all men everywhere will do what? 
Lift up holy hands without wrath unto God. Worship. Praise God. Now let's continue. For our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Hallelujah. So after this teaching, when you go back to your epistles, particularly the epistles written by Paul, pay attention to his references to our bodies. You will see that he is driving the body away from mortality into life. Consistently. Praise the Lord. Consistently. Because the man-child must rule. Bible says that he will subdue nations. The sons of God will do what? He will, they will bend nations with a rod of iron. You can only be bending nations with a rod of iron if you are unbendable. I don't know if I'm making sense. You can't operate as a son, that degree of son. You can't operate at that degree of son if you have not inherited, if we, let me not say you. So you would say, think now that I have inherited, I haven't inherited it yet, but I'm laboring to inherit it. Paul also said in this Philippians, say he has not inherited it yet. That's what Paul said. So if Paul, when he wrote Philippians chapter three, claimed he hadn't inherited it, I can't say I have inherited it, right? We are all laboring in it, okay? But this is light that we should labor with. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that you can know the things that have been freely given to you. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the hearts of man. The things which God has reserved for those who love him. This is one of the things God has reserved for those who love him. This is one of the things God has reserved for those who love him. Hallelujah. Do you know that children of darkness even operate some of these things? I there's they, they do jazz, right? Those who arm robbers, there's a job, there's a job they do, they call it mwato in my place. And it's that bullets cannot pierce through your body. But those things they fail. But they go do it. <laughs> they fail. Some do matches. I led a boy to Christ. Who did it? He was in a he was in a cult. He was in a cult. And one of the things he did in a cult is that when you cut him with a knife, it will not cut his body. And for that to happen, he would enter into a dark room, do his chanting, do his divination, shut the door, turn off the lights, and by the time he finishes his incantations. He says something will enter into his body. He will no longer be normal. He said, at that time, when you beat him, no pain. He won't feel pain. They'll go for their gyration. Gyration is fight. You go to, to, to Oguduna or somewhere there. You see called boys. They declare some days for fighting. When they declare those days that they are going to fight, they will say, two people will die here, two people will die here. Now, many of them that are in those fights have gone to do stuff so that knives cannot cut them. 
But within them there, there must be those that they would, that would, they would sacrifice to sit under them. So they do it. They practice those things. Where do you think Satan got it from? He peeped into our book. He peeped into our book. Praise God. So I'm not telling you things that are out of this world. I say children of darkness practice it. But the, the life, the real life belongs to you. And it's not by magic. It's not by incantation. It's by re the receiving of the life that is in God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can we pray in the spirit? Let's pray in the spirit. Sokotanagaba <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Legana <laughs> Ayagabaria 
Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for the things which you have reserved for those who love you. Father, we thank you for the things which you have reserved for those who love you. Father, we thank you for the things which you have reserved for those who love you. Father, we thank you for the things which you have reserved for those who love you. Father, we thank you for those, the things which you have reserved for those who love you. For it is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. It is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. Father, we want the kingdom. We want the kingdom. We want the powers of the kingdom, the authority of the kingdom, the life of the kingdom, the joy of the kingdom, the power of the kingdom, the love of the kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for training us. Can you thank the Lord for teaching you, for training you? Thank you. Say, Father, thank you for teaching me your life, training me in righteousness, train me in righteousness, train me. Tra it requires training. It requires training. Train me in righteousness, Holy Spirit. Train me in righteousness, Holy Spirit. Train me in righteousness, Holy Spirit. Culture my desires. Culture my ambitions. Train me in righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Do you warn yourself? Do you do, see yourself do some things and you warn yourself? I warn myself. I warn myself. Praise God. You warn yourself. You admonish yourself. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So these are things that must shortly come to pass. Let me, let, in, in closing, I want to close early. Permit me to close early this evening. Revelations chapter 12. Let's go back to Revelations chapter 12. The things which must shortly come to pass hallelujah and i said that one of the things that must shortly come to pass is the manifestation of the man child the manifestation of the man child. so some of the things i have thought tonight is what will cause the man child to manifest the ambition the goal of the man child what the man child will glory in eh? the things we will what glory in it's not because you are casting out devils that will make you a man child every believer ought to cast out devils i was sharing with someone today and we're dealing with a demonic issue and she was telling me said if i had been dealing with this thing now for the past one week by now we would have gone far and i said yes but you know what the very minute you give a demon instruction in the name of Jesus. Do you know they obey it? It's because we are so, so sense-minded. We, we dwell in the natural senses that our hearts have not latched to faith. So that when we give a command one time in the name of Jesus to an evil spirit, we think we need to speak a thousand times more. For the evil spirit to hear. They heard the first time. They heard the first time. 
when Jesus taught Kenny Hagen on how to heal the sick by the gift of discernment of spirit, when Kenny Hagen practiced it the first time, the man he laid hands on, three times he said, Ben, let me see if, Ben, let me see if, and after three times, he told the guy to go. He didn't walk. Jesus appeared right in front of him. He said, I told you. I told you that cast it out in my name, it will go. He said, Lord, I did what you asked me to do and it didn't work. <laughs> he said, I told you it will go. Lord, I did what you asked me to do. It didn't work. He said, eh, after the second, the third time, he said his eyes turned like fire. Hot red, angry. And he stuck his finger in his face and said, I told you it will go. And he disappeared. Those words taught Kenehagen something instantly. Those were spirits. He realized his mistakes. He told the guy, come back, come back, come back, come back. He did exactly what he did before. And he said, it's gone. He didn't say, let's check and see if. If was his undoing. If was his unbelief. So you have to learn the language of faith. Faith has a language. To you, it means nothing. Not to, to evil spirits, it means a lot. To the realm of the spirit, it means so much. So that's why um, I don't like, I don't like any word that is not, that does not mirror faith. I don't like to use it. I don't like to hear it. There's something I want to lay hold on. There's something I want to get. Today we're talking about Hagen again. And I, I, I was sharing with my husband. I said, a man that had type 3 or type 4 diabetes came to his house to stay in his house. In those days, when ministers, they don't put them in hotel, they stay with their pastors or whoever, their, their guests, their hosts in their homes. And this guy had to shoot himself with insulin every day. Immediately he entered... Hagen's again, he said, you don't, as long as you're in my house, you don't need that insulin. He said, you can eat all the goodies, all the cakes you want to eat, all the pastries and everything you need to eat. But as long as you are under my roof, I'm in authority in this house, you will not need that insulin. And the man stayed in his house and ate all the pies, the apple pies, and hey, you know, now Americans, their food, the sugar level is reducing a bit. At that time, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you were loading yourself with sugar. Hmm? The man ate all those things and never had to use the insulin once as long as he was with Hagen. I told my husband, I said, let us go and labor for what that man knows. That man touched something. Mm. Eh? he touched something he might not speak all these big big mysteries that we're speaking but there was a life that he lived he said no I'm not going to let any devil eat my heart I'm not going to let any devil eat my liver I'm not going to let any devil eat any of my internal organs I'm going to go healthy the way I am and that's exactly how he died. The day he died, he sat on the chair, looked at his wife, smiled at her, and left his body. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. So I'm going to challenge us this night. Let's go and labor. Hmm? Let's go and labor. Everybody, practice, 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 practice. We are practicing for the race. Hallelujah. I was going to Revelation chapter 12. It's already 12.30. We'll continue next week. Let's, let's pray. We'll continue next week. Father, we thank you. Is anyone that has a question or something to say? Anyone? One or two minutes? Father, we thank you. We're asking you to make us, Lord. We have peeped. We have peeped into your books, oh God. We have seen our inheritance. We have seen the things which you have reserved for us. We have seen the ordination of our body. We have seen what our bodies should inherit. Father, make us. Make these things our reality. <laughs> and we know the enemy will throw stupid darts. But Christ will be manifest in our mortal flesh, Father. Father, train us, oh God. Train us, oh Father. Elumarakahasatenabaya Thank you, Jesus. Train us, Holy Spirit. Train us, O God. Train us away from the kind of life. Away. From the natural man, the life of a natural man. Let our training begin, oh God. No matter where we are, some are at the beginner stage. Start, start walking. Some can run, run faster. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. I want to break bread now. What's happening? What's happening? Hallelujah. Father, we ask you to bless the bread. This is your flesh, Lord Jesus. We ask you to bless the cup. And it's your blood. On your flesh, Lord, you bore all our sicknesses and diseases by the stripes that you took we were healed father on the blood your blood purged our sins in your blood it's your life but life is in the blood so lord as we eat tonight lord we come into your life we celebrate your life there is a power in this covenant there is a power in this ritual that is released over us tonight in the name of jesus in the name of Jesus, the power of this covenant, the power of the blood of Jesus, the power in the blood of Jesus is released over us tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord, we celebrate the victory of the cross. We declare your word who abolished death 
and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through our gospel, through the gospel. Thank you, my father. It's your word. It's your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we bless your name. We glorify you. We honor you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So please, let's eat the flesh of Jesus. Let's eat it with meaning. Hallelujah. God bless you tonight. Any question? Any question? No question. Any contribution? We eat the flesh of Jesus and we drink his blood. Hallelujah. Let's share the grace of God in fellowship. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the people of the Holy Spirit, rest and abide in us, and the love of God, and the love of God, and the love of God, and Label it. Make sure you capture the label. Yeah, when people Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Good night, everyone. God bless you. All this for you. Thank you so much. Thank you for wishing us a happy birthday. Please go and register for immersion. Immersion, immersion, immersion. Spread the word. Go to your churches. Gather young people in your churches. Bring them for the immersion. Hallelujah. God bless you. You're mm -hmm. coming to my house. Yeah. Yes, I'm waiting for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know whether that one works. <laughs> my teacher.